What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Today's episode is about simplifying your life, making things easier for yourself, how having a more minimal, less is more approach to life really can make the biggest difference when it comes to reducing stress and being happier, being more unbothered, having more peace. Um, but before I jump into today's episode, I'm going to do a little Vegas vacation recap. And so I went to Las Vegas for Labor Day weekend. It was my first time in Vegas and it was so much fun. I've always wanted to go. I'm not a gambler or anything, but I wanted to go for the fun and to sightsee. I stayed at the Signature at MGM Grand, and so not the MGM Grand Hotel, but the one across from it, because it does not have a casino, and it's so much more quiet and more private than staying at one of the hotels right on the Strip. A lot of the airline pilots and flight attendants stay at the Signature, so it's much more like of a chill, calm, peaceful, <laughs> relaxing vibe than all the other like hotels that have the casinos in them. Um, but it's still very upscale, very luxurious. I had a great balcony view of the strip. The lights at night were so fun to see. I also went to shows. I saw Drake and I saw Lady Gaga. I did not know that either one of them would be there when I booked the trip. I was actually mad that Usher did not have any shows when I went there. But then Drake announced his tour. And I saw that he would be there Labor Day weekend and then Lady Gaga announced her residency and so it definitely worked out and I got to see some really great shows. All the pictures and videos are on my Instagram. You can check out um, my Lemon 8 also for a more like detailed reviews and what's worth going to, what's worth not like what's not worth going to. My top things you should do if you go to Las Vegas. I really did enjoy both of the shows I went to. Drake did two nights in Vegas. I went to the one Friday night and the show was really, really good. He um, he had 21 Savage with him and a new rapper called Lil Yachty. The show like legit almost got canceled because Drake had to fly in from Canada. He said his plane was late. The weather is really bad. I know on my flight um, to Vegas from D.C., we went through like turbulence near Vegas um, and so, like, the weather was definitely not fun um, that, like, Friday night um, that the of the show. But the show must go on. I'm so glad that we all made it there safe. Um, but because, like, the show almost didn't happen, I could tell that Drake performed, like, even better than he always does just because he was so happy to be there. And he said that during the show. Like, he went overtime, which was great. He sung a ton of extra stuff. Um, He really just like took his time and enjoyed being there and everyone just vibed off his energy. It made all of us just even happier and way more grateful to be there. Lady Gaga's Vegas residency is literally the best show I have ever been to. Y'all know that I've been to a few concerts, but her show was by far the absolute best that I've ever seen. It's jazz piano style and so... She does all her songs, but in a jazz piano style. And she also performs all of the classics. Um, Frank, Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett, of course, Dean Martin. That's like my favorite style of music in general. Every single day I listen to the Tony Bennett station on Apple Music. And so I know that's why I loved it so much. Um, I also know that... Um, Oh, Lady Gaga's voice is just unbelievable and hearing Bad Romance and Paparazzi and Poker Face and just all of her like hit songs like sung by her in person and they're not just hits like they're literally the soundtrack of like my childhood and my teenage years. It's so crazy to think about like I remember when Poker Face came out I was in like fifth grade and then Bad Romance came out when I was in middle school. 
And like that was just around the time that I was super into those like teen boppy magazines like J14. And what was the other one? I guess 17 magazine, but there's a different one that I really loved that was like just like J14. I can't think of the name of it, but like the magazines that had the posters in the middle. And like she's one of the first people besides Justin Bieber, of course, that I remember being in like every single issue of those magazines. The show was just so good. Her voice is incredible. She's an incredible performer. She really does give it her all. And She's just amazing. The show is amazing. The restaurants I went to in Las Vegas were so, so good. I loved every single thing that I had. I went to Carbone. I've been wanting to go there for so long, but it's so hard to get a reservation. And there's only like four or five of them in the country, I think. But Carbone is so worth all the hype and all the celebrity attention. It is truly the best Italian food I've ever had. And the experience is so, so nice. I had the most famous pasta that's always all over Instagram, the spicy vodka rigatini. It's those orange noodles that is like on so many like pages and stuff, but it's so, so good. The bread basket alone and like the block of Parmesan that they give you is like just so like it made it for me. Like it was just so, so good. All the food is so fresh. I am not a wine girly by any means, but I did have a glass of red wine just as part of the experience. It was really, really good for dessert. I had the carrot cake, which is the um best dessert i've ever had i've never actually had carrot cake at all before just in general but their carrot cake is their most famous dessert and it was incredible all of the food is just so pretty like carbone is like one of those you know super fancy very like high slub traffic restaurants and so like the presentation was just so so good I did not want to touch any of the food like it was so picture perfect the portions are really good a lot of the fancy expensive restaurants tend to have really small portions but Carbone gives you a lot of food and it is Italian so you know Italians are known for feeding you but it was so good so worth it Um, If you've been, I'm sure you can agree. If you haven't been, definitely go if there's one in your area or one, um, like if you go on vacation or are visiting somewhere where they have a Carbone, definitely check it out. Same thing with Martha Stewart's restaurant. She has her only restaurant in the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas, and the food is exactly what you would expect from Martha Stewart's kitchen. Like, it's exactly what you would what you would expect her food to taste like. I love Martha Stewart and her brand. I've been seeing so many pictures of just the bread basket, again with the bread basket, but if you've seen the pictures or if you've been there, you know it's not just a bread basket. Like same thing with Carbone. Nothing is as it seems in Vegas. Nothing is ordinary. Nothing is normal literally at all. But Martha Stewart's chicken was the best chicken I've ever had. I'm not just saying that or exaggerating. It was literally the best chicken I've ever had. And um, I had a Martharita, which is Martha's Margarita. That was surprisingly the strongest margarita I had in Vegas. And so do not let her, I believe Martha Stewart's 81, but do not let her age like fool you. They make a serious, serious cocktail in her restaurant. It was so incredible. Um, Last restaurant I will mention is Yardbird in the Venetian Hotel. It had such great food. I had the chicken and waffles. That was the first meal that I had in Vegas. Um, 
And their chicken and waffles is served with seasoned watermelon, which sounds weird, but it was so, so good. I also got the skillet cornbread and mac and cheese. Of course, I took a lot of the food back to the hotel. It took me five days to finish all the food everywhere I went. Like, they just give you so much food in Vegas. Like, they really do feed you well. Um, I had food to take back to the hotel. Overall, I had so much fun in Vegas. Everything was perfect, and I definitely cannot wait to go back. So like I said, today's episode is about simplifying your life and being more minimal. I know that it's been a while since I recorded, um, but I am back hopefully with a lot more episodes this fall. Um, I think that this is a good topic to think about, um, like simplifying your life and being being more minimal, especially as we're transitioning seasons from summer to fall and winter it can be so tempting to buy all the fall decor all the pumpkin spice everything all the halloween and holiday stuff the second half of the year is such an expensive time of year for most people a lot of us like to do all the things and have all the things but i did want to do this episode just as like a reminder that you can still have a great time and a great life in general without having to do Um, without having and doing every single thing. I'm only 24, but as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that less really is more in every area of my life, from relationships, friendships, to food, clothes, products, social media. Life is so much easier when we just keep things simple. I'm not a minimalist by any means, but I don't buy nearly as many things as I used to. I don't have as many people around me as I used to or go on dates or wasting time as much as I used to. Y'all know I love food and I enjoy it when I have it, especially when I go out. But I don't go crazy with my portions anymore. I definitely do not buy as much food as I used to because I realize there's just so much that I don't need. I love intermittent fasting and giving my body a break. Same thing with clothes. In my last episode, I talked about one of my um, resolutions for this year was to buy little to no clothes, and I've been so good at sticking to that, only getting pieces that I really know that I will use and that I really like, but it's been like so few clothes, and I'm so (laughs) proud of myself. Our society is set up for us to always feel like we need more, 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 when the truth is most of us need less, and it helps so much to try to stick to the most natural, basic way of doing things. Obviously, everyone's lifestyle is different. What you do on a daily basis definitely determines what you spend on and what your necessities are and how much you need. But no matter what you do for a living or what your routine is like, we can all think of one area that we can cut back on, whether it's on makeup, skincare, clothes, food, snacks, streaming subscriptions, um, gas, hair, nails, workout sets, phone stuff. It can literally be anything. Drinks, going out, people in your life you might need to cut back on. Dating, maybe you need to just spend some time with yourself or maybe you need to spend less time with yourself and more time around other people. Whatever the mo- whatever makes the most sense um, for you and for where you are in your life right now, think about what you can cut back on, get rid of, declutter in every area of your life. Like I said, from your phone, laptop, camera roll, going through all your photos, clothes, makeup, products, decor, people, contacts, social media. You remember that. Um, to really be intentional about who you're following. Remember to take advantage of being able to mute people that you don't want to unfollow, but you just don't need to see all their content all the time. Um, Also, going through your kitchen, your fridge, your pantry, throwing stuff away. 
in this country especially most of us are so blessed to just have an abundance of things and access to so much all the time so quickly and it's so easy to get sucked into buying stuff and accumulating tons of random unnecessary stuff so just make sure that you go through everything make a list of different categories in your life it doesn't have to be um all at the same time but just keep this in the back of your mind as you go through your days what do you actually need what works for you what doesn't work for you why are you holding on to some things or some people that you might not really need we all know the famous like Marie Kondo quote that only have things in your space that bring you joy do you have things in your space or in your life that are just a headache and taking up space in your actual physical space and in your digital space? Like I said, your phone, your laptop, iPad, and your brain. <laughs> like, when was the last time you journaled or had a good brain dump and got all of your thoughts out, like got all of the thoughts out of your head? Not just venting to other people, um, but talking things out does help, but also writing it out and giving yourself time to process everything really helps too. Also think about what are you giving too much space to that needs less room in your life or no room in your life at all. You guys have heard me say this before, but avoid decision fatigue at all costs. Plan, plan, plan. There is a quote that says when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So plan as much as possible what you're wearing, what you're eating, where you're going, what you need, what you're buying. Know what you're doing as much as possible, especially with the little things like what you're wearing and eating so that you can use that brain energy to make bigger, tougher decisions that come up throughout your day. A huge part of living more simply and minimally is not buying things that you don't need. And this kind of lifestyle really helps with making life easier with less decisions and less clutter, but it also helps a lot with saving money. For example, I like a very minimal skincare. I don't like to use a ton of products. I just need a cleanser, serum, moisturizer, or oil. I just started using rosemary oil on my face and it's so thick and it's so hydrating that when I use it, I don't need anything else on my face at all. It's really great for days that I'm like just home all day because like I said, it is thick or days that I'm in a rush and I would just wash my face and throw the rosemary oil on my face. It's only one product and I'm good to go. Another example is I work out from home and so I do not buy workout sets. I wear sports bras pretty much on a regular basis and so I have them on anyway. And I have like three pairs of leggings and shorts that I keep on rotation. Again, obviously how much you work out, the quality of your pieces and how easily they wear will determine how much you need. Um, but that's also something really good to you know cut back on if you tend to just buy a ton of workout sets i know um sites like fabletics you can get subscriptions and they're like super popular and stuff but remember that you sometimes don't need as much as you think you do um like i said before one of my resolutions this year has been to buy little to no clothes I have so many clothes. I do not need to get new things just because I'm going somewhere special or for an event does not mean that I need new clothes. I can wear something I already have. Of course, I've still bought some pieces, but like I said, not nearly as much as I used to because I just don't need to. The main purchases that I've made this year are my shoes. I definitely invest in good quality shoes. My Converse, the leather black ones are my go-to everyday shoe. Um, like I said, I can wear them in the rain. Converse just hold up 
for so long and they're just such a great 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 shoe um, my under armor slides um if i'm not wearing my converse i'm typically wearing slides i also bought a pair of clear heels and a dress to wear to beyonce renaissance those pictures and videos are on my instagram the heels i got from amazon and the dress was from pretty little thing and i bought a dear media sweatshirt because you guys know i love 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 lauren bostic from the skinny confidential she is my biggest inspiration and my favorite content creator podcaster business boss babe i love her skinny confidential brand and the dear media podcast network she has with her husband michael bostic and so i do try to support her and her business when she comes out with things that i really love like i also bought her ice roller but i got that when she had a promo so she had a promo going on and i got the ice roller for 20 dollars off um i rarely like pay full price for things i'm not cheap or obsessed with like always trying to get a discount but i do like to be smart and take advantage of the sales when they happen um i got new victoria's secret slippers they are my go-to brand for slippers the biggest clothing purchase that i've made so far this year is definitely my christian seriano dress and the bag that i got i bought in new york at his sample sale i don't have like literally any designer clothes or bags you guys know um, i love to spend on experiences way more than things but christian seriano is my favorite designer and i got to see him in person and so of course i had to buy a dress and one of his gorgeous handbags if you guys want to see the dress it is on my instagram i just wore it in las vegas i wore it to lady gaga's show and to dinner at carbone i've never gotten so many compliments from so many people in my life like the dress is just a really well-made little black dress it's so flattering it's so classy and elegant it fits like a dream it's definitely one of my dream dresses for sure i cannot wait to get more pieces from him side note speaking of christian seriano um bishmi just bishmi from baltimore my hometown just won project runway all-stars i've been rooting for him since season 17 he got sent home on that season but they brought him back for all-stars this year and he freaking won i am so excited for him i'm so happy for him i cannot wait to buy his pieces too that's what i really like to that's like when i really like to shop when i know i'm supporting someone that i really really love and believe in um, I'm being just a lot more intentional about spending, especially when it comes to clothes. But I am so, so happy for Bishmi and I cannot wait to see what happens next in his fashion design clothing career. I'm so excited. Um, but the same thing with food, having a simple, easy, staple grocery list makes life so much easier. I typically get my groceries from Aldi. They have the best prices and they carry a lot of healthy organic brands just at like crazy low prices. Target does too. Actually, Target has really like a lot of organic and good quality food for very inexpensive. But I like to keep a pretty standard basic grocery list. Some of my go-tos are grass-fed ground beef, organic rice, frozen vegetables. I know fresh vegetables are better, but the microwavable frozen frozen bags are just so convenient. Apples are my go-to fruit. I also love lemons. I love Purdue's organic chicken tenders. They're really, really good. I know that they can be expensive depending on where you're getting them from. What I do is buy the organic and the non-organic, like the regular chicken tenders, and I'll eat both. And so when I have the chicken tenders, I'll have like two or three of each so that they last longer. And it's still healthy, even if it's not 100% organic. At least it's like half my meal is organic. I do the same thing with coffee. Like organic coffee K-cups can be 
really expensive and so I get those and the non-organic ones and I rotate between the two. I think sometimes when it comes to things, we can be so all or nothing or black and white and it can get overwhelming and expensive, especially when it comes to food. Like if you say, I'm only going to eat all organic 24-7, 365. Obviously, if you can do that, that's amazing and it's definitely healthy. But if you can just do half, that is okay too. Or if you like can't do vegan or plant-based every single day, but you can do, um, you can do it a few days a week so that you're still getting the benefits of it. Same thing with intermittent fasting. If you can't fast every single day, just do it on the days that you can. Working out, same thing. My schedule is different depending on the day. My energy varies. Sometimes I can work out first thing in the morning. Sometimes it's later in the day. There are weeks when I'm on my treadmill all seven days a week. There are weeks when it's just only two or three days, and that's okay too. The most important thing is that um, it's something and not nothing at all. I think that most people get discouraged discouraged because they try to do all the things all the time and for most of our lives it's just not realistic I do believe in consistency and having discipline but I also believe in moderation and just doing what you can with what you have and where you are and so do the best you can what I'm not a fan of is just not doing any anything at all to me that's just laziness or like, you know, those people who always have an excuse for why you can't do something that you know you should be doing or blaming other people for why you can't do something. And I get life happens and things happen. But at the end of the day, remember that you are responsible for your own life. No matter what cards you are dealt, it is up to you on how you move forward and what you choose to do with what you have and where you are. So back to being more minimal, by definition, minimalism is about owning only what adds value and meaning to your life, as well as the lives of the people that you care about and removing the rest. It's about removing the clutter and using your time and energy for the things um, that you want to spend your time and energy on. We all know that we only have a certain amount of energy and time and space in our lives. And so in order to make the most of it, we really, really have to be intentional about how we're living each and every single day. I'm going to do a separate episode on being more intentional with everything in your life in general. But another definition for minimalism is the idea of curating the things that we own to best reflect our priorities and vision for our lives. I love the word curate because it puts you in charge. You can set up your life and your space and your money, your time, your whole life in a way that works best for you when you take the time to curate things in your life and how you want to do them. You're putting more thought into it and being more organized. Minimalism is also about removing distractions and things that no longer add value to our lives. For example, the pandemic did one of two things for most people. It either made you realize how much stuff you don't need or it made you feel like you need even more things. There will always, always, always be more that you will probably want, like a bigger house, a better car, more something to figure out more something, you know, that you see someone else have. And so just really figure out what you personally need to make you happy so that you're always, so that you're not always like just reaching for more and more and more. Of course, you can have the things that you want, but make sure that you genuinely actually want them and are not getting them just to impress other people 
or you're not emotionally spending, make sure that you're spending more time on the things that you want to spend time on and take your time with rather than the things that you don't need to be putting so much time and energy into. Removing clutter, keeping yourself from doing too much, letting go of um, a lot of non-essential things, whatever is just taking up space without a real purpose, unsubscribing, unfollowing, muting, it all helps to um, reduce stress and to create more room for the things that you actually love and need to do. It helps a lot with removing anxiety and overwhelm and depression. Remember that New Year's should not be the only time that we reset and start fresh. New seasons each quarter. Minimalism requires maintenance just like cleaning. It cannot be done just one time and that's it. We constantly have to revisit and improve. Minimalism also helps you to create the space, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, and just like I said, just be more intentional with your resources and with your time. Um, like I also said, simplifying just makes your life easier easier like that should definitely be a goal especially if you live a very busy hectic life you want to have habits and things that you do for yourself that just make your life easier automate payments keep a reminder um, and reset it for the things that you don't have autom- automated um, write down, write things down like physical paper can be easier than technology sometimes. Our emails, laptops, iPads, electronics can be so annoying and get so overwhelming because we use them so much. Most of us use them too much and they hold so many different things. Um, just keep things as simple. Um, something as simple as making sure that you have a water bottle on hand at all times can make your life a lot easier and better. Meal prepping, laying out your clothes the night before or the week before. When we go on vacation, you know, that is super easy. Or when we go to a special event, we plan the outfit. So just like remember that when it comes to planning what you're going to wear or if you're someone who feels like you need to know what you feel like wearing the day of. Remember that it's so much easier to already at least have an idea or a uniform is even better when it comes to planning your clothes. A lot of busy, successful people wear the same thing every day or a variation of the same thing every day. We all know Carl Lagerfeld had his like standard black and white. Like that was his go-to um, iconic uniform wardrobe. He wore several different variations of black and white. Like that was his go-to. It kept his life very simple for someone who is always on the go, very busy, ha- has a lot to do. Bill Gates does the same thing. Steve Jobs did the same thing. Having some type of basic uniform and different versions of it, like a capsule wardrobe, it makes life so much easier. It's one less thing you have to think about. If somebody asks you to do something that you don't want to do or don't have the time to do or or it isn't in line with your priorities and your values, then say no if you can. Always remember to ask yourself, what is a priority for you right now? When we don't choose our own priorities, life has a habit of choosing them for us. And so just make sure that you are really intentional 
and specific about what you want and what you need to do. Create more time to do the things that you want and need to do, whether it's wake up earlier or go to bed later, say no to things when you need to. Just really sit down and have a life admin session with yourself. Think about any ways that you might be overcomplicating your life and curate your life so that it makes more sense for you and has more alignment with who you are and who you want to be. Remember, um, that most of the time, less is so much more. Be specific about your priorities and what you need to be focusing on. Also, remember to not make other people's problems your own. Americans especially get obsessed with the lives of other people. It is so crazy how much of our society takes other people's lives personally. So many people are carrying around stress that's not even theirs. Like, really sit down and think about how many of your problems and stress is actually your own problems and your own stress. Are you fighting someone else's fight? Are you involved in something that's not your business? Are you letting other people's issues and life choices make you mad and angry when it's something that you have no control over? Sometimes we are overwhelmed with things that don't even have anything to do with us. Like I said, especially in this society and especially with social media, Everyone always has something to say about someone or something. We're all never going to agree on everything and we're not supposed to. None of us are the same. And when it comes to being stressed from what other people are dealing with or going through, just support them as best as you can, but don't let it but like don't deplete yourself trying to be everything to everybody. That's what God is for. That's what prayer is for. It is not your job to fix everything or handle everything. You don't have to be you know, you don't have to hold everybody's hand all the time. I know it's hard to watch people go through things, but sometimes they need to in order to do what they're supposed to do in life. Also, when it comes to other people taking up space in our lives, I know we hear this all, all the time, but stop mindless scrolling on social media, especially if you find yourself constantly comparing yourself and your life to other people's all the time. Focus on you, what you're doing, what makes you happy what you want out of life, do not waste your time looking at what everyone else has. You can use people's lives as inspiration, but be your own person and love who you are and the life that you are living. I've been working on really reducing my screen time. When I do a lot of work from my phone and my laptop, it is definitely hard, but I am making sure that when I'm on my phone now, it's not for scrolling and consuming, it's for work and for creating content. And once or twice a week, I will catch up on content from the people I follow. But this has just helped me a ton. And so that is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure that you are following me and have this podcast saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. Also, make sure that you share, rate, and review this podcast. It helps me out a ton. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me on Lemon 8 at Mara P. Sullivan. I post on there every single day. Remember, no matter how complicated life may be for you right now, do not forget to love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.